Good morning, Woodville. Well, I greet you from our home to your home. And I want you today to feel like I'm standing right in your home talking to you. I also want to give a shout out welcome to all of our guests that have joined us online today from our city, uh, from the nation of Canada, and even globally around the world. Thank you so much for joining in today. Well, before we come to the message today, I want to share with you three things. First of all, I want to give a huge shout out welcome to your pastoral team. These guys and girls are amazing. And they've been working so hard to offer the ministries that we offered before, but offer them online. And they've been doing a great job. I mean, the church might be in lockdown, but we're not in shutdown. And we're able to offer all our ministries online, connecting with you. So a shout out welcome to each and every one of them. Secondly, I want to draw your attention to Facebook and to our church website. We've redesigned our church website to make it more current for the season that we're in, to make it more user-friendly and we've actually started a resource section on our website to help you during this COVID season. I mean I don't want the COVID season to get over and you wear a t-shirt I survived COVID. No, 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 no. I want you to thrive in the COVID season. I want you to check out that resource section. There's lots of good stuff there that will help you. In fact next week we are launching an online presence on Facebook we're calling it our morning motivation, redeeming COVID, our morning motivation. And each one of your pastoral teams is gonna be offering some practical and inspirational help that we think is going to help you during this COVID season, because we really honestly want you to thrive. So you will see that online, check out our website and check out Facebook next week. I think you're gonna be challenged and you're going to be encouraged with that. And then thirdly, We've been doing all we can to reach out to the community. Pastor Marvin alluded to that. And uh, we've been able with your generosity just to help so many people in our church family that are struggling financially. We've been dropping off food cards and putting them in their mailboxes to, to help them in this very tough season. And we've also written two checks to two different food banks in our area. One in Barhaven, the Barhaven Food Bank, and also to FAMSAC, another food bank. We wrote a check for $2,500 to each of those food banks. And then this week, we learned of a great need at our Queensway Carlton Hospital. They're, they're in need. And so we wrote a check for $5,000 on your behalf to buy a smart pump to help in this COVID season. And we presented that check to them. And it's great that we as a church can reach out to our community. It's all because of your generosity. Well, how many people are ready for God's word? Are you ready for God's word? Well, I, I wanna take you into our current sermon series. It began last Sunday, it's called Proximity. And we've been learning that proximity means getting near or close to someone or something. And we're talking about getting close to God. And our key scripture is James chapter four, verse eight. It says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Well, I want you to look at the next part of that verse. It's there, you're not gonna believe this, but it's there. It actually reads, wash your hands, you sinner. Yeah, it's there. I know Evelyn, when she and I were raising our children, she kept saying to them, wash your hands real good. Sing happy birthday twice. Some of you, you'd only sing a little bit of happy birthday. You need to sing happy birthday twice. Wash your hands, you sinner. Well, last Sunday we started and we looked at the theme, seeing 
the unseen. And we explored the subject of seeing the invisible behind the visible. And we explored seven unseen things from 2 Kings chapter 6. You've got to see that message. If you missed it, go online. It's on our website. Well, today I want to take you to message number two in the Proximity Sermon series. And I want to talk to you today for a few moments about a season of preparation, a season of preparation. And I want to invite you to get your Bible. Uh, you will see sermon notes online. You can, you can follow through on it. And by the way, if you're watching the service today on a forum that has a chat line, I'm used to interactive preaching. I love when people are interactive when I preach. I mean, when we're on site, people are shouting amen, praise the Lord. And you could do that in your home, but I won't hear you. So online, you can give the amen or the little praise emoji and just interact if you would during this sermon today. Well, this season of preparation, we want to look today at three verses. It's found in the Old Testament in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3 down to verse five. Allow me to read those verses to you. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain, and the glory of the Lord will be revealed. And all people will see it for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Would you bow your heads with me? Father God, I pray in these next few moments that you would allow your living word to become alive to our hearts. I pray that you would challenge everyone and inspire everyone through this message today. I ask it in Jesus' name. Everybody said, amen. Well, there's three things that I want to talk to you about today. The first thing, that I wanna share with you, number one, is the plea. Number one, the plea. I mean, a plea is, is a word of, of urgency. A plea is a word of importance. A plea is often spoken with emotion. And I want you to look for a moment again at, at verse number three, where it says here in verse number three, a voice of one calling in the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our gods. A highway for our gods. It starts off with the words of a voice of one calling. And, 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 and it means a shout of one speaking to us. A, a cry of, of urgency. And I happen to believe in this COVID scene, God is trying to get our attention. You see, crisis can actually be God's megaphone in our life. God can actually use a crisis to get our attention. People are asking me all the time, Mark, did God cause the coronavirus? Did he send the coronavirus? Did he, did he allow the coronavirus? What is God trying to say to us? And I don't want to be so presumptuous this morning, like I'm speaking on behalf of God. But I know this, nothing on earth happens unless it goes through heaven's filter. So God has allowed this. Well, Mark, is God trying to wake up the church? Well, I know this, the church is waking up. I know God is saying something. I, I really believe the coronavirus, this, this corona season is like God's megaphone. He's calling out to us. He's pleading with us. He's trying to say something to us. 
In verse number three, it talks about a, a wilderness or a desert. A wilderness is an abandoned area. A wilderness is a forgotten area. A wilderness is a barren area. We kind of feel we're in a season that's forgotten, abandoned, and barren. And a desert speaks of a dry place of no life. I mean, somehow we could feel after six weeks in this coronavirus season, it's, it's getting tough and it's getting mundane. And, and we're like, when will this ever end? And we feel like we're in a desert. We feel like we're in a wilderness. I don't want us to just survive. I want us to thrive. Isaiah says, build a highway for God, a highway. That word highway is actually mentioned in the Bible some 25 times, eight times in the book of Isaiah. A highway is not a, a rural route. It's not a side road. It's not a, an avenue. It's not a small little street. A highway is a major road. I believe God in this season wants to do something major. And, and a highway is exactly what it is, a way that is high. A physical road is raised up high so that the water would roll off of it and, and it would be this high road. I believe God is wanting to take us to a higher spiritual level. And a highway connects one place to another place. If you live in the Ottawa area, you know Highway 416, the, the Veteran Memorial Highway, the King's Highway. It connects the 401 to the 417. It gets you from 401 to 417. I believe in this COVID season, God is building not a physical highway, but a spiritual highway that's going to connect us from life before COVID to life after COVID. And I'm convinced life after COVID is going to be different than life before COVID. So the question is, what is God trying to do in this COVID season? Let's not waste the season. Let's not just survive through. No, let's thrive through. Let this be a season of preparation. Number one, the plea. The second thing I want to share with you quickly is number two, the process. And in just a moment, I want to unpack for you the, the five phases, the five stages of building a physical road. And, and you're going to see that there's in the physical actually happens in the spiritual. And you're going to see the physical comparison of building a road illustrates for us what God is spiritually doing of building a road. I believe God wants to build a highway in his church. I believe God wants to build a highway in my life and in your life during this COVID season to take us from what life was like before COVID to what life is like after COVID. I mean, life before COVID was good, but I believe life after COVID is going to be better. It's gonna be different but it's going to be better. But during this season, God is building a spiritual highway. So we're gonna to look today at five stages, five phases of building of a physical road that actually illustrate for us the building of a spiritual road in our lives. What are these five phases? Number one, the removing phase. Number one, the removing phase. Now, I want you to look at verse three. He says in the New International Version, prepare the way for the Lord. Let me read it to you from the Amplified Translation. Oh, this is so good. Clear the way for the Lord in the wilderness. Remove the obstacles. 
I mean, if someone is building a physical road, they've got to clear the way to build the road. If it's going through a forest, they've got to clear the trees. If it's going through a wilderness, they've got to clear the rocks. They've got to clear the obstacles. They've got to remove something so they can build something. Now, I want you to think about that for a moment. What has been removed from us during this COVID season? The obvious is the building called the church. I mean, we can't come on Sundays to worship and we miss it. You can't come to your, to your children's programs, boys and girls, during the week. Uh, you can't come to all the ministries that are happening in our building, on and on. I mean, the church is, is in lockdown. You can't come to the building, but we're still having church in your own. So what is God saying in this? I believe that God removes to remind I believe God removes some things to reveal some things. I'm convinced that now that he's removed the physical presence of the church, he's reminding us and revealing to us that the church is not a building that you go to. The church is meant to be a family that you belong to. Church is not where you go. Church is who you are. You are the church. So the next time someone says to you, so what church do you go to? I want you to look them in the eye and say, I am the church. <laughs> oh, I go to a building at 205 Green Bank Road, but, but I am the church. We are the church. You see, God removes things to remind us of things. God removes things to reveal things to us, the removing the removing face. But then there's number two, the, the filling face. Oh yeah, the filling face. The filling face. It says in the New International Version, every valley shall be raised up. It says in the Living Bible, fill the valleys. I mean, when you're building a physical road, once you remove all the obstacles and God removes so he can remind and reveal and they get rid of all the obstacles so they're ready to build the highway, they gotta fill the crevices. They gotta fill the gullies. They gotta fill the valleys. They gotta fill the ditches. They gotta fill the low areas. They gotta go to the places that are empty spaces, empty places and empty areas and fill them. Fill those low-leveled places. Fill those empty places. And you and I know when you build a road, you've got to fill those empty places with the right thing. I mean, you don't throw garbage into those empty places. You don't, you don't, you don't throw, you, you name whatever it is. No, 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 no. They put soil and rocks and stones. They put the right things into those valleys and into those ditches and into those low areas to make the roads spiritually. I believe, I really believe that now that we're in this COVID season, I think spiritually, many people are realizing that there's some empty areas, empty places, empty parts in their life that they didn't know that they were empty, but, but now that they've been forced to slow down, and now that you're in isolation and you're at home, now you're seeing those empty areas, those empty places, those empty spaces in your life. Some of you right now, you're feeling empty emotionally. Oh man, my emotional gas tank's on empty. I mean, your gas tank of your car might be full because gas is cheap, but you got nowhere to go. 
but your emotional tank is feeling empty, or maybe your, your mental tank is feeling empty, or, or maybe physically you're feeling empty, or spiritually you're feeling empty. Now, now here it is. Here's the spiritual applications. Fill those emptiness with God honoring and Jesus honoring things. I mean, you, could, you can go on Netflix. There's a lot of garbage on Netflix. Find a God honoring movie to fill your spirit. I mean, I mean, what what are you reading? Fill your mind and your heart with God honoring things. I want to read to you a couple of scriptures that I felt the Lord speak to me about this. One is in Ephesians chapter three, verse nineteen. And in Ephesians three, verse nineteen, it says that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of the Lord. Fill the emptiness with the fullness of the Lord. You see, you don't know Jesus is all you need until Jesus is all you have. Who can fill that emptiness? It's Jesus. Listen to Ephesians 4, verse 13. He's talking about becoming spiritually mature. Become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Colossians 2, verse 10. In Christ you have been brought to fullness. You see, now that you're not at church, now we have to depend in many ways of filling our spiritual souls and filling our our minds spiritually. Learn to grow in your walk with God. Fill those empty places with Jesus. Fill those empty places with God honoring things and Jesus honoring things. But then there's number three, the leveling face. Number three, the leveling face. He says in verse four, every mountain and hill made low. He says, level the hills. I mean, when you build a physical road, you've got to level those mountains, level those hills, bring down those mountains. I've got a feeling now that you're in the COVID season, there's mountains that were there before. But now that you've slowed down, you now begin to see those mountains. Some of you husbands and wives, you're working from home together. Different jobs, same home. You're together 24 seven. And you're going, this is not easy. And you're beginning to realize that your marriage needs some strength and that's your mountain. Well, go to the resource section on our website. Let us help you with your marriage. Some of our morning motivations are going to help you with your marriage. We've even got marriage mentoring. You can you can do some Zoom calls with some mentoring couples. We want to help you. We really do. For some of you, your mountain is your family life. Like, wow, I mean, my parents are driving me crazy. My kids are driving me crazy. This is a mountain. I didn't realize how problematic this home is. In our morning motivations, we're going to help you with some of that. What is your mountain? Put a name to it. Maybe your mountain is fear. Maybe your mountain is worry. I don't know what your mountain is, but put a name to that mountain and ask God in this COVID season to level that mountain. But then there's number four. The straightening face. Number four, the straightening face. I want you to look at verse three and verse four. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. From the New King James Version, and the crooked places shall be made straight. From the New Living Translation, straighten the curves. From the Living Bible, straighten out the crooked paths. I mean, in those days, they didn't just want a road that was level. They wanted a road that was straight. 
The quickest way to get from point A to point B is a straight road, not a curvy road. You've been on roads that curve and bend, and, and when you get to the bends, you're supposed to slow down, and you probably have to slow down, and you can't go as fast on a road that has curves. God can't do as much in our lives when the spiritual road has curves. I believe God wants to do some spiritual chiropractic alignment in our lives. He wants to straighten out some crooked areas. Let me give you one area. Some of you are right now going, wow, I need some correction in my finances. I'm realizing that we've been living way beyond our means and boy, do I wish we had some savings. Mark and Evelyn try to live our lives on the 10, 10, 80 principle. The first 10% goes to God. We do, we believe in tithing. First 10% goes to God. Then the next 10% for our retirement and our savings. And then we live on 80%. And so we could sleep well at nights. And I think God is straightening and realigning some of your finances in this journey. I think he's also realigned some of your priorities. And I just be honest, there was days in our lives we didn't come to church. It was either too hot, too cold, or we're too tired or we're too busy, you fill in the blank. But now that church has been removed from you, boy, do you wish you could be there. You don't know how important something is until it's taken away from you. I got a feeling God is preparing us and shaping us to make coming together as believers so important. And the day's gonna come that we're gonna come back together. I don't know when, but your pastoral team is already strategically planning and preparing how we can re-enter back to church. There's gonna be a lot of changes because of COVID, good changes. And I just believe as God takes us from pre-COVID to post-COVID, post-COVID's gonna be better than pre-COVID, but he's spiritually correcting, spiritually straightening, spiritually aligning. But then there's number five, the smoothing face, the smoothing face. Look at the word of God from the NIV, the rugged places a plain. From the New King James Version, and rough places smooth. And then from the Living Bible, and smooth off the rough spots in the roads. I've seen them make, make roads, whether it's gravel or it's asphalt, they, they wanna smooth it over at the end. You've seen them do it. I had a new driveway put in a few years ago and when they put the asphalt down, they poured water on it, the big roller came on it and smoothed, smoothed it out, just smoothed it over. And even when the roads gravel, they, they put water on it and they smooth the, the, the rough areas, smooth over the little rough areas. I think God, it's smoothing some areas in our life. I think he's smoothing the ingratitude. Oh my goodness, the things that we've taken for granted. I'll tell you, even your teachers. <laughs> some of you have become instant teacher in your house. Boy, you're gonna be so grateful for those teachers, aren't you? Maybe God's smoothing over some of our complaining spirits. He's just smoothing some rough areas, rough edges. My grandmother, she's in heaven, my grandma Scar. And uh, she survived the Great Depression and, and, and she, she thrived and, and she, it, was, it was wild. I can remember as a young kid, she would, she would save the money from going on the bus downtown and she put that money that she would spend on the bus in a special savings account to go on holidays. You know how she did? She took her tea bags. She didn't just use them once, she hung them up on the clothesline and used them again because all of her priorities were changed from the Great Depression. 
and all of her values of life were honed in. You see, God is resetting, reshaping, refining, and doing a great work in this season. He's smoothing some areas in our life. So number one, the plea. Number two, the process. We've got the removing phase. We've got the filling phase. We've got the leveling phase. We've got the straightening phase. And we've got the smoothing phase. What happens in the physical is an illustration of what happens in the spiritual. And so God's taken us from pre-COVID to post-COVID. And we're on that spiritual highway. God has taken us to a higher level. And we're in a season of preparation and he's doing some amazing things god's megaphone is crisis let's not waste the crisis let's let god do something great and big to prepare us for our tomorrow but then there's number three this is the last thing i want to leave with you number three the purpose and i want to show you three things in this final verse that resonated with my heart it says, and the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all people will see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Three things, the purpose. First of all, it says, and the glory of the Lord will be revealed. If you study in the ancient Hebrew language, the word glory, it's kavod or kabod. You see, we're in COVID, but I believe we're about to experience Kavat. COVID might be around us, but Kavat is over us. And God is revealing his glory. I've said it before, but I believe the best days for his church are yet to come. I believe that the highway that God is building is to take us from pre-COVID, which was good, to post-COVID, which is going to be better. And I believe God is, has us in this season of preparation to reveal some wonderful, glorious, kavod things in and through his church. But he wants us to be filled and full. He wants there to be an outflowing of an overflowing of an infilling. That's why we must fill the empty places with God-honoring things. Fill yourself with God the Father. Fill yourself with, with Jesus. Fill yourself with the Holy Spirit so that there would be an overflowing of an outflowing of an infilling. The kavod is better than the covet. <laughs> the second thing I saw, and all people will see it together. Now, Hockey is a great sport, and I really miss hockey. We'd be in playoffs now. Oh, I miss hockey. We're just watching old games. There's no basketball, no baseball. There's no hockey on TV. And, but you know what the most popular sport around the world right now is? Surfing. Not surfing on water. People are surfing the internet. And so are you. Some of you, you're going to watch three, four, five church services a day. Some of you have already jumped from two, three church services back to ours, back and forth, here, there. We're surfing the internet like we never have before. Watch this. Mankind is desperate and nervous and scared and looking for hope. And they're surfing the internet. Why don't you send a link to all your friends, all your colleagues, all your neighbors to check out your church next Sunday? Next Sunday, I'm crafting a message on how do we deal and defeat with fear, anxiety, and worry. Boy, that's a practical message. Spread the word. 
Why not tell them to watch your church? Say, my pastor's really cool. Well, I don't want you to lie. No, don't do that. Well, my, my pastor's kind of cool. Well, my pastor's got lots of good things to say. I want you to spread the word. Spread the word. People are surfing the internet. Why not bring them to join us online next Sunday at 9 or 11? He said, and the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all people will see it together. And then lastly, he said, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. You see, in crisis, it becomes God's megaphone. Oh, he's got our attention. And the church is waking up. And God is doing some great things. But here's a personal word for you. While you're in this COVID season, don't waste it. Let God speak to you. I got a feeling God's going to renew some passions in your life. I've got a feeling God is going to repurpose some dreams in your life. I've got a feeling God is going to do a fresh new work in your life. You see, you see this scripture that we've been looking at today is a prophetic scripture pointing towards the ministry of John the Baptist, the son of Zechariah and Elizabeth. Look at Luke chapter three, because in Luke chapter three, it says God spoke to John in the wilderness and he went out and preached the remission of sins and the forgiveness of sins. And he even quoted from Isaiah. These exact words are mentioned there and it is referring to John the Baptist preparing the way. I wanna say to you today, God wants to speak to you. You see, you don't know that you need a way maker until you need a way made. I want you, before I share some final words, worship with us with this song, Way Maker, and may it be a blessing to you.
a great song? Isn't it great to know that Jesus is our way maker? He's our promise keeper. He's our miracle worker. He's the light in the darkness. And sometimes we don't know that we need a way maker until we need a way made. And I trust today that this sermon that I've shared has challenged you and helped you and spoken to your life. And I'd encourage you in your connect groups, dive into this. In fact, if you're not in a connect group, our connect groups are meeting and joining through Zoom. And we'd love to get you into a connect group. You need to stay connected and we will help you get into a connect group so you can grow in your faith. Well, I wanna ask you a very important question. It's this, if today was the day that you died, and you stepped into eternity, do you know that you know that you know that you know that you're going to heaven? Have you personally asked Jesus Christ into your life to be your personal Lord and Savior? Watching online is great today. 
and, and, and giving in an offering is great today. If you chose to give online, that's great. Reading your Bible is great and it's good, and, but, but that's not what gets you to heaven. Jesus said, I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. He's the way, he's the truth, he's the life. No one gets to the Father except through him. The Bible says it's by grace you are saved, not by works. You can't buy it, you can't earn it. It's by grace Jesus paid the price for your sins on a cross some 2,000 years ago. Many of you today might discover that there's an emptiness, a void in your life, and it's that spiritual component. I want in a few moments, for those of you that are watching today, and I believe that there's probably hundreds of you that this will relate to you, that you can't answer the question, I'm ready for heaven. I don't want you to think you're ready. I don't want you to hope that you're ready. I want you to know that you know that you're ready for heaven. And so if you've never asked Jesus Christ into your life and you know in your heart, I'm not ready for heaven, but I want to be ready for heaven, I have no greater joy today than to lead you in a prayer of receiving Jesus Christ. And so in just a couple of moments, I'm gonna lead you in this prayer. And if you've never asked Jesus Christ into your life, or maybe you did it one time, but you know you're far from God, but today you want to settle it, and you want to be included in this prayer to make Jesus your personal Lord and Savior, I want you to join with me in this prayer today. Dear Jesus, I ask you into my heart, please forgive me of my sins. I have decided to follow Jesus. Today I make my peace with you, I receive you in my life. I confess you as my Savior and my Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I really believe there's hundreds of you right now that you made that decision. On some of our platforms of how we are presenting this service, you will see a spot where you can indicate that you asked Jesus Christ into your life. And you will also see online how you can connect to us and we will connect back with you and help you in your new faith journey. We'd love to get you into some of our online discipleship ministries. And if you don't attend a life-giving, Bible-believing church and you live in the Ottawa area, keep joining us online. And when we get back on site, come on out. We'd love to have you join us. But if you're not from the Ottawa area, we'd love to help you find a life-giving Bible-believing church, reach out to us and we will help you find one. Well, I can't wait for prayer tonight, our call to prayer at six o'clock. And you can join us online, Facebook, on our church, uh, Facebook or Instagram. And Evelyn and I will be hosting this call to prayer. We honestly can't wait. And make sure that you spread the word for next Sunday. We're talking about fear, anxiety, and worry. It's gonna be one of the most practical messages I've ever shared on how to conquer and defeat fear, anxiety, and worry. I believe it's a timely message in this COVID season. So let's remember God doesn't want us to survive this season. He wants us to thrive in the COVID season. Evelyn, I love you dearly. We miss you so much. We are praying for you. God bless you. I trust that you enjoyed worshiping together and that you felt encouraged by Pastor Mark's message. We're so thankful that you chose to join us online this morning for church. And we want to continue our time together at 6 p.m. tonight is our call to prayer. We have a lot to pray about, whether it be in our community 
or in our country or in the world. So we wanna invite you to join us on our Woodvale Facebook page and Instagram page to join us for a call to prayer tonight at 6 p.m. I hope you can join us.